We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We're coming to you live for the Rocket Mortgage Studios when you need cash out of your home. And a simple way to get it, Rocket can. It's Maggie and Perloff. It's Friday. So glad to have you. And if you were watching last night, it was a tough watch to see Tom Brady struggle in the way that he has and it's not all on Tom Brady but he's also not immune to the criticism as well and I realize I'm saying this on the day the guy announces to the world that he's filing for divorce and I don't I'm not trying to pile on him but this is just football wise he has to own some of this because the offense is so dysfunctional and he's so good it doesn't make sense. He has to own his share of the blame. Okay, well, what percentage out of 100 do you give to Tom Brady then? Give me a number. 25. Maybe 25. more. 50. And it's one player. <laughs> I don't know. He, one player, he's the quarterback. Yeah, and he threw for 350 yards last Yeah, but last don't night. let their yards. The yards is not, like, I don't think indicative at all for how this offense looked last it was, night. It was okay. When they went to pass the ball, it looked okay. The problem is it was always second and 10 or third and nine. You cannot pass the ball. I mean, you can't. You just can't run the ball one yard again and again and again. It's going to kill any quarterback. There's two weird stats to me that are really important for a quarterback. How your team runs and how the other team runs. Because nothing will kill a quarterback more than sitting on the sideline and watching the other team get first down after first down after first down and only getting the ball three times in the second half. It's a disaster. Okay, but also when when they did get the ball in the second half, yeah. they would get into the red zone and do absolutely nothing with it. Until the end when the Julio Jones scores a touchdown with like 53 seconds left and then you have to do a prayer of an onside kick anyway that the odds you're going to get that back are so slim, but you're getting down to the eight, you're getting down to the 12, and you're coming away with field goals. Like, what do you think's going to happen? Yeah. And by the way, I was never more certain of a thing in my life than that two point conversion wasn't going to work. Nope. And when it was fourth and two <laughs> or fourth and three, and they, were, they had that offsides penalty, that play Offsides was going. Offsides on a two point, yeah. none of their two point conversions. They've had some high profile yeah. mess ups with two That's point they conversions. Have no running game whatsoever. Their new linemen just cannot run block at all. Len Fournette is slow. They're a disaster. But you, you're never going to get outrun by 200 yards to win a football game. Yep. I don't care if Tom Brady's at his absolute peak. It's impossible. The defense, it's not their fault at all because they were backups and they were tired. But when you have Lamar running well, and not, running back. all their – I mean, yes, they were backups. They were tired. Shaq Barrett goes out. Now yeah. he's got an Achilles tear. He's going to be out for the season. But, like, the defense but it was really was the, bad. it was really the guys in the secondary who couldn't tackle at all. Yes. There was a screenplay to Duvernay that was critical. When they finally had third and nine – through his, uh, Lamar Jackson threw a screen pass. There must have been eight bucks that had their hands on this guy, and they couldn't bring him down. It was Devin Duvernay. It wasn't. It was Jerry Rice. You I know, didn't understand it at all. You know, like in um, 
like uh, samurai movies yeah. or like old cartoons where one guy's got to try to fight off like eight different yeah, dudes. Yeah, like Lord of the Rings against the orcs. You don't know what that sure. means, but the same thing. <laughs> okay, whatever. I'm thinking about something cool. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, uh, I'm oh, sorry. Wow. I'm sorry. But it's that's what it seemed like yesterday with uh, with some of the Ravens receivers. And it's like you're surrounded by all these guys and somehow you slip out of it. It's like, what is he, what about Batman? That? How did he get out of that? I don't know. Because it's like one punch and all three guys go down, like the old school cartoons. Because the Bucks' backup players are bad. They're yeah. terrible. Also, there were so many opportunities to tackle Lamar. I, I have no idea how he kept slipping out of everything. Well, he's but Lamar. He's Lamar Jackson. He generally does, but... He was so unafraid by the end of running into that secretary. He's like, oh, they're not even popping me. Devin White is toast. Oh, and he and Bowles got into bad. it a little bit yeah. on the sideline. But so here's the interesting thing. Bowles said last week that they were not going to make any changes. After the game this week, maybe this was just in the heat of the moment, coach speak, whatever. It's like everything is on the table. I'm like, all right, you're going to make a change at one of the coaches? Who? Like but someone on the defense. Todd Bowles is basically the head of the defense. I and mean, then Byron Leftwich? Do you you got to think about it. Does anyone really think uh, he's, that, that Tom was, Brady is not running the plays he wants to run? That's, that seems like scapegoating. I'm I don't think last night Tom Brady was happy with the way the play calling. I mean, because I think he wasn't happy with they the tried to establish the running game, and it became pretty clear by the second quarter it wasn't going to work. No, I and agree they with you. They did not... They did not change their strategy. They had the first 15 plays that looked great. Yeah, they did look great. But they didn't, they didn't change anything. It was got way too predictable. If he was a Byron Leftwich and he didn't have this body success, he'd be in big trouble. Well, I mean, maybe, yes, the jet sweeps to Julio Jones. Maybe put those on the shelf for now. I don't <laughs> yeah. think that's going to be going well. But I, I just don't see how when you have a quarterback who we know has this much influence on the game plan, it's not Wait, like... Well, this... does he still know? He's not even in the facility half the time anymore. <laughs> I'm not sure that Tom Brady has the influence on the game you plan he that, once did. You don't think he's sitting down with Byron Leftwich before and saying, these are the plays I think we should run, that When's this he is what this? I like? When's he, is he, is he FaceTiming him from a wedding somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> from the dance floor at Robert Kraft's yeah, wedding? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, that, don't worry, it's just Elton John in the background. Well, just based on what we do know, I think he's less involved with the play calling this year than he's ever been because he's less present with the team. And I'm not saying... That's an excuse or something. I know. I don't think he's calling those plays. I think, I don't know who's calling them because whoever's doing it is doing a terrible, terrible job. The first quarter looked great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think I, Leftwich is in, wait, he's under some heat here. If this keeps going it. like this, he is not going to be back next year. The most thankless jobs in the NFL are when you're an offensive coordinator for an all time great. Yeah. Like Peyton Manning's offensive coordinators. I mean, Good luck. Like, I know these guys get jobs, and then they get totally exposed usually when their head coaches, like Adam Gase, guys like that. But being Tom Brady's offensive coordinator, being Aaron Rodgers' offensive coordinator, like, these are thankless jobs. What are you talking about? They be, all get other jobs. No, but because everyone thinks it's the player who is the magic behind the play caller. Yes, they might they might get jobs, but I mean, a lot of times they fail in those jobs. Right, but Bill O'Brien gets a lot of jobs. Okay, Josh, Josh McDaniels, McDaniels gets a lot of jobs. But how's Josh McDaniels doing? He flamed out in Denver, and it hasn't exactly been gangbusters so far with the Raiders. But you can't feel bad for them. You feel bad for them because they're being set up to fail, because they're getting hired even though they don't have the skills. I just think the player masks a lot, and when it's an all-time great player, it's I think it gets exposed. Like I just don't think that... Brady, I, I think he has tons of input on what plays they're running, tons of input on the game plan. I think he can audible at will anytime he sees anything. Mm. Like he, Brady has a permission to do all of that, obviously. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I always thought the Peyton Manning's calling his own plays was overrated, too. 
He had like three options, and he picked one of the three. Marvin Harrison. Maybe I'll hand it to Edger and James. I'm going to throw it to Marvin Harrison. Who's not there, though? That's an interesting Dallas Clark. No, well, who's who's not in Tampa Bay this year? Who's a guy who's super aggressive on offense historically and wins at 70% clip? Bruce uh, Arians. No risk it, no biscuit? Yeah, I mean, they're the opposite. They are no risk it. Uh, they're no risk it, no do anything. <laughs> they need Bruce Arians. Bruce Arians always pushes the ball. That He's always aggressive. They don't feel aggressive in any way. And actually, that's the only thing that worked last night was that deep pass to Evans. Uh, honestly, I think they miss him more than people realize. Isn't that Although also sort of on Brady, too? Because, I mean, don't we all kind of assume that Aarons was pushed into the front office because Brady wanted that? So Brady has no—this is another thing that's on Brady. So another reason why he deserves and blame. Also that's, and that underscores my point of how much influence he has. Like, of course, if he if we believe that he had influence to get Bruce Arians, a guy who is a former coach of the year, Super Bowl-winning head coach, is, you know, by all means, like— regarded as a as a good head coach, inclusive, all of that stuff. Like the fact that he that Brady could get him kicked up to the front office, like obviously he has influence. And it's down it's from the macro of that to the micro of the play calling. I I believe that with all my heart. Well I but my point was Byron Leftwich is in trouble without Bruce Arians. And I think the team is struggling. Would you agree that the team is struggling because Bruce Arians isn't there in part I'm saying it's not necessarily... I think he'd be a better coach for Tom Brady. The other thing, too, first punt, two guys run into... I'm sorry, two guys run into each other. Oh, that's Bruce so... Arians would have hit one of those guys in the head. <laughs> he would have gotten fined for He, he would have gotten fined for it. Yeah. He would have gotten in big trouble. But there doesn't seem to be a lot of accountability where Arians did seem to have accountability with every unit on the team. Something's missing. I don't want to blame Todd Bowles. It's a tough situation. But the players are not responding right now. The guy who ran into the punt returner... Yeah. Was he's trying to catch the ball? Didn't it seem like he was trying to in slow mo, like if he could just somehow go against the forces of like <laughs> physics? And, yeah. Like if he could just, you mentioned before, like the Matrix. Somehow, if he could just stop, he just couldn't. He was yeah. just going because he had no clue where he was on the football field, no awareness whatsoever. Well, yeah, he was tangled with that guy. I like this throwing a guy into the punt returner. That's become a new thing. That's what happened in the Broncos against the Colts in overtime. Yeah. Just block your guy. I think the competition committee might look at it a little bit. It's not totally fair. Do you think that's what he was doing? Do you think he oh, was throwing them into it? I felt like they were just got tangled up. Uh, yeah, but I think I, I think that was borderline. I, I don't know. I know you're allowed to, but they got tangled up. But then he pushed him right into the receiver, and he almost if he had pushed him a little more on the side, then yeah. it could have pushed him in the back. I don't know. It, it definitely was not an ideal play. I don't think lack of awareness. I mean... He got thrown like a rag doll into his punt return. <laughs> I just don't think he saw the guy behind him because it was it was out of his line of view. Uh, okay, so here's Ryan Fitzpatrick from last night, and I'll ask you this question: Is this Ryan P- Fitzpatrick telling the truth, or is this Ryan Fitzpatrick being a troll? I didn't want to believe it coming into this game. I tried to drink the Kool Aid. I thought they were going to come out and do it, but this offense is broken. They are absolutely broken right now. They're lost. Uh, it was tough to watch today because that's not the Bucks of old, and I don't see a fix anytime soon. Oh, I mean, that's straight line truth. I don't think. Uh, yeah. If he was, we've seen Ryan Fitzpatrick be a troll. <laughs> yes. It's really cool. Tom Brady won't shake my hand. <laughs> that was trolling. Yeah. This is, you can't argue with him. This, this offense is totally pathetic. Yep. How about all the Ravens chants, too, in the background? I the, There were Ravens, there were moments last night, at least this is the way it sounded from TV, where it felt like a Ravens home game. 
Yeah. Like there were big plays that the Ravens made and the crowd seemed really loud, but I don't like to judge that when I'm not there because sometimes TV can play tricks on us. Oh, this, the fans that stayed towards the, because a lot of them stayed towards the end yeah. looked so depressed. Oh, I know. They're depressed. They're feeding off Tom Brady's utter depression. <laughs> How about another truth or troll? This one is still in the NFL, but it comes with a different team. So this is George Carl. Okay. George Carl of the NBA. Formerly. Yeah. Former Nuggets coach. Former Nuggets coach. Seattle Supersonics. Yep. Uh, is that it? North Carolina point guard. Yeah. Do you have any other pro stops? He, Sacramento Kings. Everybody is coached for the Sacramento Kings. It's like George a right of passage. Coach the Sacramento Kings. God, I have no memory of that whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think he did. Oh, the okay. Bucks. The Bucks. Of course, the Bucks. How could we remember that? Um, okay. He's tweeted this, but obviously had his, um, no, most memorably from, from the Nuggets. He goes, I will always support coaches and would rarely advocate for their firing. But <laughs> Hackett needs to be done in Denver with the Broncos. The search needs to begin immediately for someone who can connect with Wilson and make him a player again. Nathaniel doesn't appear to be that person. Definitely should have gone for it. I mean, George Carl from the top row. Uh-huh. I mean, truth or troll, this is a troll job. I mean, he might he might be telling the truth, but considering the source and how he did it, isn't that a troll job? No, to troll would be to say Nathaniel Hackett should stay as the Broncos coaches <laughs> because to troll, you have to say something that's going to elicit a reaction. Everyone, not just, yeah, you're, you're darn right. That's what everybody never thinks, right? <laughs> you're darn right. So I think if he had said, I think it would have been trolling if he said, I think Nathaniel Hackett needs a second chance here. Uh, because it's definitely, <laughs> that, people would have been upset about that. Yeah, this cat, we're, we're asking truth or troll. If it's just too evidently true, yeah. that it's hard to be trolling. Like I don't know how you define what is trolling. Well, just trolling trying to get is a reaction. Saying, I never ask. I never call for a coach to be fired. But but yeah. it's like this is the one time this broke your rule. Nathaniel Hackett was enough to break he, thirty years. You've never called anybody out. And he's but a now. basketball coach, so like the one time he breaks it is as a basketball yeah. coach calling for a football coach <laughs> in a in a city that he hasn't coached in. in 30 years? Like, it makes no sense. <laughs> also, yeah, I don't. I wonder how popular George Carl is in Denver these days. Well, he actually, said some stuff about Carmelo Anthony in his memoir. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm not sure. I think Carmelo is more popular in New York than Denver. Yeah, right? I don't think Carmelo is popular in Denver either. Maybe yeah, that, all, that ended pretty badly. But uh, I think George Carl, when he says, I, I don't normally call for a coach, I'm sure he's either secretly or not so secretly, call for about 14 people to be fired. <laughs> if he's going to call for Nathaniel Hackett, I'll bet you we could do a quick Google search and see George Carl calling for all sorts of heads to roll. He might be coming after us for all I know. <laughs> oh, after, <laughs> like, this, after this, he definitely will be. He's kind of a, a lightning thrower, right? He, or yes. a flamethrower. So I'm sure he's called for guys to get fired before. He did say he rarely advocates oh, he rarely. for their firing. <laughs> yeah. uh, rarely, a good caveat. Yeah, just once a month. <laughs> Who's next? Who in European soccer needs to get the axe? (laughs) Get sacked, as they say. George Carl will be there standing in the front row. Oh, man. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. Let's go to our buddy Nick in Texas. Nick, it is so good to hear from you after had a little health thing. How you feeling? Hello, Maggie. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Oh, Kim Smith's uh, here? Uh, on point, as Hello. always, Nick. Hello, Maggie. <laughs> Hello, Pearl. Yeah, no, I, I am doing much better two weeks later. That was uh, definitely an experience for me, so I appreciate the shout-outs and love from you and everybody at the staff. Uh, definitely definitely came in handy when I was coming out of the surgery. It was probably like 4.45, and then I was able to listen to the last 15 minutes. But, yes, everything is going well. I'm feeling better, and uh, I'm glad that's just in the past. 
Well, I mean, that's our best audience, people in hospital beds who can't get to the remote. That's, <laughs> we need captive audience. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, Nick, we're so glad that you're feeling better. It may, we were thinking about you the whole time, and uh, just it's great to hear your voice. What else you got today? Well, it's a big, big weekend with sports, and I know you love, love you know, taking on little challenges. I know Pearl did. So now I think with the streets talking, yep. it's time for Maggie to get in on yes. maybe a little wager. All right. Say. What do you have for me, Nick? Well, this weekend we have a big college matchup. And I think we all know that my favorite team is the Oregon Ducks. Of course. And we know who they're playing this week. They're going to be playing somebody <laughs> out there at the California Memorial Stadium, the Cal Bears. <laughs> Not a chance, Nick. <laughs> Not a chance. <laughs> <laughs> Not on this game. And I think no? I think all the Cal alums would back me on that. I think even Aaron Rodgers would tell me, don't do this one. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, though, what if we somehow combined Oregon and Cal? I know you're not a Packer fan, Nick, but also like with the Bills Packers, or can we parlay it with like an NFL game to give me a fighting chance? Mm, Maybe. Mixing, mixing levels of play huh college yeah. and professional i don't know i mean I oregon's know. a 17 point favorite i'm not gonna like smear pizza sauce on my face for that <laughs> <laughs> i know where your head's at nick i was thinking honey but... can we have a... <laughs> honey great nick i'm glad you're here can we have a serious talk about maggie's cow fandom by the way what's going on there i'm in you're you know there's a couple of things well, I, pick them. Maggie. I can't pick the them but there's yeah and walking on the treadmill <laughs> so the treadmill, uh, Nick is so good. Um, the treadmill was down for a little bit and then back with a vengeance last weekend. I was all over that thing. But you're not going to be all over the Cal Bears. 17 not that much. How can you not have faith in Jaden Ott and his 618 rushing yards this year? I mean, you guys are asking me to pick the Cal Bears when Nick wants me to pour honey well, on my guys, head. All right, why'd you guys bet with the spread? I don't even know if I want to do that. <laughs> I don't listen. Amy Trask, proud Cal alum, warned me when I picked Cal as my team I was going to root for this season. She's like, "Listen, it's not so much about the wins wait, and wait, losses." And this I was like, season? "Wait a minute, what? This season? Yeah, this season. You get to pick I'm a new team it next on year. Size. Oh, get out of here! Ooh. Yeah, boo. <laughs> Nick just that is, is that Stu? Was that Nick? Yeah. Like, did Nick just Show boo me? Week. Are, are you that regretting it, though? Because, I mean, state. well, the other team was LSU that you were going after. I know, and they're kind of, like, uh, making things exciting now, mm. a little bit frisky. Um, all right, with I the spread, Nick, honey how many, on my head. Nick, how many points will you give her? What was the spread? 17. <laughs> I know. <laughs> this is tough. This is a tough one. All right, I'll, I'll do it. Wait, wait, honey, honey's difficult. H honey is really difficult. I've got a hair situation that's a little delicate. Okay, okay. I got one. If yeah. you can do it over the weekend, and we, if you lose, you have to dress up like a duck, and if I win, I have to dress up like a bear on Halloween Monday. Okay. Well, no, wait, we, we have other costumes. We have other costumes on Monday, oh, yeah, but I will right. definitely dress up like a duck. This feels a lot better. Uh, yes. <laughs> the honey, I was like, man, I just got my hair dyed recently. <laughs> like, what am I going to do? What does honey do to hair dye? How about for Pac-12 championship weekend, Maggie has to dress up like a duck? I'll dress up like a duck. Whenever but Nick you're going to confuse a lot of people because you're known as a Cal Bear fan. I know. I'm, I'm world-renowned for that. It's like me, Marshawn Lynch, Aaron Rodgers. Same, same, same. <laughs> I don't know. I, get, I keep getting these tweets about... The cow bears in my feet. <laughs> From me and all my and all my peeps. No, it's Amy Trask keeps uh, all of a sudden. And I get, me. <laughs> well, 
<laughs> Amy starts it and then I go on. I, I continue it. Yeah, okay. Whatever. But half my feet is Cal Bears, so I feel like you need to step up here. 17 points. 17 points. I'll take Cal plus the 17. I'll take Cal plus the 17, Nick. And if, uh, if you win, uh, I will dress up like a duck. If I win, you have to dress up like a bear. Sounds good. We'll make that work. <laughs> I love it. There we go. I wish I could say that we could do the honey, but I don't know if it, honey it, it will a, never come out. Honey is, no. I mean, barbecue well, I sauce like a week butter ago. with uh, bird seed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, by the way. <laughs> that would be outside of like pigeons coming over and attacking me. I'd, squirrels. Yeah. yeah, squirrels can't do that. Yeah, you know, the actual honey is a danger on the streets of New York. If you, <laughs> You're not getting that off. Nick, also, thanks. honey pours so slowly. It wouldn't even be a good visual. <laughs> Take like two hours yeah. of the show to do. <laughs> yeah. We have to time lapse it. Nick, all right, we'll check in over the weekend. Good luck. Thanks so much for calling in and so glad you're feeling better. Thank you. All right. Thanks to Nick. Freaking get a duck costume <laughs> on short notice. <laughs> I feel like there's a few Spirit Halloweens somewhere yes. around that you'll yeah. find but something. Spirit Halloween has a huge sale. After Halloween? Yeah, that's when I have to do it. Go, go get a duck costume. Uh, and there's this other great thing I've heard of called uh, uh, Amazon. Oh, yeah. Uh, Amazon. Are you putting the like emphasis that. on the right... Uh... On the right syllable? Yeah. All right. Well, the, the terms have been set. There we go. Let's L- go, Cal. Little juice there. That's fun. Yeah. Well, looks like there are actually specific Oregon duck costumes... Uh... A little pricey, though, I will say, in, <laughs> yeah, the, in, I, the, in the hundreds. What am I looking at? Uh, there's one I see for about $120, um, and the other ones are like 200 But I wonder, do you think Oregon would ship me a, a duck head? <laughs> Ooh. Can I Lee Corso this thing? Wear the head for the show? Anyway. All right, we'll get to the legit. Well, first of all, got to <laughs> play the game. Obviously, I have little faith. Count my cover. We'll see. 17 feels a little light. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. All right, coming up, uh, predicting some college football upsets. <laughs> I got five on it. Comes your way in just a moment. Don't move. More Maggie and Perloff right after this. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. Uh, hey, I was looking at my calendar. When's the NBA season actually start? Because I want to put whatever the Sixers have been doing. I don't want any part of that. I don't like the Nets. I don't like the Lakers. Uh, our boss, Spike Eskin, keeps on tweeting, hey, when does the Sixers season start? It's just, It's been really bad. Uh, I watched a little bit of the Nets last night. Kyrie Irving, your boy. Yeah. You got to pass the ball once in a blue moon. You can't take to 45 who, ben shots. Uh, I don't think so. Just, I don't know, somebody. You guys got to do something differently. I got so you frustrated. Well, uh, well, somebody. I mean, yeah, I don't know why I say you guys. And Luca, uh, Luca MVP. You predicted Joel, I think, at some point. Yeah. I thought Joel, too, or John Morant. Now, Luca. Well, the basketball itself, some of it's been entertaining. Certainly not the three teams that you just mentioned uh, for a variety of reasons. But Charles Barkley is in midseason form. This was Barkley getting really honest about his diet for one day. I'll tell you the day that I had the 12 donuts and I broke it up into three meals. It was one Sunday morning and I said, I just want some Krispy Kreme. So I ordered a dozen and I says, I'm going to break it up into three meals. That's all I ate that whole day. I had some restraint. I ate some about nine o'clock in the morning. I ate some about two o'clock in the afternoon and I ate about <laughs> seven o'clock at night. It was a great meal day. And you're very proud of that. I am proud of that. I could have ate them all at one sitting. <laughs> I mean, does that make it a little better? You order a dozen donuts and you take down four at a time at three different meals? I don't know. I guess it does. It does it? But there's nothing good about Krispy Kremes. <laughs> about putting down a dozen. Well, there's, uh, Krispy Kremes are excellent, but eating a dozen of them in one day. Right. Nothing good for you. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. I mean, I've said it and this is very morose, but the second I get the inoperable brain tumor, I'm going straight to Krispy Kreme <laughs> and eating 12 of them because that is the one thing that I would never do that I would want to do. Eat a dozen donuts in one day. Well, Krispy, I love Krispy yeah. Kreme. And yeah, eat a dozen. What kind of effect would that have? Have you guys ever wondered? I think... You'd put on like 10 pounds on the spot, right? <laughs> you like immediately all of a sudden the button on your pants just yeah, like flies across the room. <laughs> the next like, morning would be rough. <laughs> yeah. That's, I think yeah, it you, takes a couple hours. I don't think it sets in immediately. Like, I, don't, I don't know how that works, but <laughs> now, Charles spreading it out is an interesting strategy. <laughs> I, I, I've thought about that. Like, man, have you ever gotten, I've never done this with donuts, but like if you ever go to like a bagel place and you get a dozen bagels, you're like, man, I could just eat bagels the rest of the day. Like I'm going to look like a bagel by the time this is over but i feel, I I feel like spreading it out is the mistake right like right. if you just eat really quick and your brain doesn't catch up with your stomach now you might explode and die but like at least you can get the 12 down <laughs> you'll right enjoy away. it yeah. yeah but like after that second sitting of like seven or eight and you have like five left and it's like oh it's midnight yeah. i don't know if i could do five but more Sandra, it's not a it wasn't like a, a donut eating contest he was doing this for pleasure so it's not like you're on a trying to it's not like the hot dog eating contest or something we're trying to shove down as many because you're trying to beat a clock 
he spread this out through the day so he could really savor it. <laughs> we used to have a controversy at the old show, the Dan Patrick show. Somebody would put out donuts on a Friday morning. Yeah. Someone would cut a donut in half. I hate that person. Whoever people do that, that here person, too. People do yes. that here too. And yeah, I know I, who it was too. I can't say. Yeah, well, the funny thing too is about. most of those people who cut them in half come back for the second half later. <laughs> because you can't <laughs> eat half a donut. That? Going in and taking a bite out of it and putting it back or like ripping it with your hands and putting it back. That's a problem. Taking a fork and knife, cutting it so that someone else can have half a donut because you don't want the full thing. Half is better than none, no? Wow. Actually, I, I think wait I'm Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Are we in Uh-oh. the presence of a donut cutter? Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, Sander, I cut you? donuts. Oh, uh, see, wait, here's I think the thing. Mike's logic makes sense to me. Okay, but here's the uh, thing. But I don't go in and I grab the donut and, and rip it in half or rip a piece off or bite it. I, I cut it nice and even. That way, like, everyone can see it's a very clear-cut line <laughs> that hasn't been eaten or touched. That it's just there. Boom, okay. have it. It's been manipulated in some way. Yes, maybe it looks like you're you're using one of those little plastic knives to cut it. Yeah, it's you not... can see the serrated edges of the donut. <laughs> it's been manipulated in some way. That means it's totally damaged goods now. It's got to be ignored. What do you think? That donut was never touched by human hands. It came straight from God before? From this office? <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, at some the, point, somebody picked it up from the, the donut maker and put it into the box. I mean... But they didn't handle each individual donut. Well, and at the end of the day, how did they get in the box they didn't handle it? People Someone... go into the donut box, they're, they're touch this one, I don't want this. They touch this one, I don't want this. They put it back. People are touching these things all the time. You don't see people touch and put it back? Oh, gross. But the person at the donuts shop, whether it's Krispy Kreme or Dunkin' or wherever you go, they're wearing gloves because, or they're using tongs. (laughs) Yes, hopefully. (laughs) Thank you, Stu. I don't know if you're going to the same place as I'm going to. (laughs) They're not exactly (laughs) paragons of hygiene. (laughs) Oh my gosh. No, if you see a half a donut there, it's almost like you're saying it's off limits. Like you're not touching it. And you don't know how long it's been there. If it's been five minutes, that's different. But if it's been there for two or three hours, then it's going to be all dried up on like where it's been cut. If a donut's been there for five hours, it's dried up whether it's been cut or not. Yeah, yeah. Are you getting a five hour old Jelly donut? No, I'm with Stu. It's if it's not if it hasn't been exposed to the air on the on the inside, it keeps it nice and you know. Well, what's fresh. the issue? Is it the dryness or the hygiene? It's you guys have to pick a me. lane here. Yeah, if you want to go Both. with the dryness, I can at least understand that side of it. The hygiene, if I'm using a fork and knife, that's just moot. Yeah, but I'm not watching you cut it. I'm just coming upon a manipulated donut. It's just a no go. Yeah. Here's and, my other question about Charles Barkley, though. Just to turn it back yeah. real quick. Is he eating the same 12 donuts? Is it all like vanilla glazed? Or is he like mixing it up? Does he have a sprinkle here, a Boston cream there, maybe a powder there? I mean, I don't or think Krispy Kreme. The does Krispy Kreme? Do they, they do have a, varieties? They have a certain yeah. set yeah. of flavors. Yeah, if you go to like the stores, they have you yeah. know, the restaurants. Do they, they have talk Boston about the red- cream though? I don't feel like they don't do Boston cream. They might not. I'm I'm just thinking like out loud. But I mean, they definitely have variety. Stu's gonna look up the menu. Um, <laughs> yeah. By the way, is, <laughs> anyone, is anyone else dying for a donut right now? Yeah. I would, oh, you have no yes. idea. I know. Oh now my I am god. Too. Okay, wait. Put that aside. Yes, he's got to go for the variety pack. You can't think that you're gonna eat. The same donuts all day long. You got to switch it up, right? It's like something's more of a you breakfast know, donut, something's ha- more of a lunch donut, something's more of a dinner donut. A lunch donut and a breakfast donut <laughs> is like egg on it and like I, I got to hash brown. Crispy cream glazed donut is pretty darn perfect. I could eat twelve of those yeah. over the course of a day. So that's the question. Can you fit is, a whole donut in your mouth? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Tasty Thursday next week. This yeah, is what's happening. Crispy creams. Yep. All right. Well, it's set. Yes. Yeah, I'm looking at the website. They have like 50 different donuts yeah. on here. Yeah. There's a huge variety. So, so we know Perloff's answer, but Maggie, like, if you had to choose one donut to eat 12 of, what's the one? You know, I oh, 
My favorite donut is the cinnamon and sugar covered ones. Wow. Yeah. You're that, like but in the variety pack of, of the Enthamins. Yeah. It has like the, you know, the chocolate, but the powder, and the I, cinnamon. Yeah. I'm in my, I that's always a just wow left the cinnamon to the side for like the dog to eat. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, don't cut it in half or else I'm not going to eat it. <laughs> you're, um, I have to admit, you're picking a low seed. You're picking St. Peter's to advance the final four. <laughs> Listen, bring it on. Go Peacocks. Yeah. Um, I mean, cinnamon. I'm about to cinnamon? take down Kentucky. Um, is Why? Is that wrong? I stand no, by I feel it. like. I, I mean, it's not a bad one, but there's like 37 others that are. You I mean, know, if more we can find a ranking of donut, a neutral ranking of donut flavors, I imagine that's not top five. Well, my favorite all time is like an apple fritter, but I didn't think that was. That's not a traditional kind of donut. I <laughs> know. <No, it's laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> if if, if it doesn't say donut <laughs> next to it, fritter just automatically disqualifies. Even, it. By the way, I think I know what an apple fritter is, but I'm not exactly sure Pearl what an apple fritter is. Literally <laughs> turned his chair away from me to basically Jim from the office look at Samter and Stu like, "What am I doing?" <laughs> like staring into the camera, like, mm. like right. you. You basically just said two completely sacrilegious donut things into the same like 30 seconds of cinnamon is my number one choice. Apple fritter number two. I Ranked like 13th on this website I'm looking at. What, 13 cinnamon? out of 15. They cinnamon, don't know yes. Jack. Um, I'm looking <laughs> at an apple fritter, and it turns out I didn't even know what an apple fritter was. Yeah, wait. Is that an apple fritter? Yeah, they're glazed, too. It's just like a pile of dough <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. fried. And it's got I mean, apple it's, pieces in it. Uh, okay. True story. I once took one out of the, our freezer because I wanted to eat one so badly, and I couldn't even wait until it oh. got unfrozen, and I <laughs> bit into it while it was still frozen. I was like, I have a problem. All right, yeah. That got no. You're, that elicited no bad looks. You're, you're like true story. I'm, I was expecting something a little more adventurous than eating frozen apple fritter. I thought it was really like, like true you know. story. The other day, I was at home and I went into the fridge and there was barely any mayonnaise left, but I had to make tuna fish. So instead, I got olive oil. I, like, I don't know. Just, the excitement you had about that app, frozen apple fritter story. I thought was I was really about to share something with you guys, some vulnerability about the time <laughs> we I went. We don't even know what apple fritters are, <laughs> <laughs> That's why you're laughing so hard. If you knew what they were, then you'd be like, uh -huh. I just tweeted out a picture of it. I'm asking everybody, is this a donut? Okay. Because that does not look also, like one to me. Also, it's not the most photogenic food. <laughs> it is not. It does not <laughs> look like it's not, it's not a photogenic food, but it tastes great. <laughs> you just told a story on national television and sports radio about the time that you couldn't wait <laughs> to eat an apple fritter, so you bit into it frozen. <laughs> what are we doing here? Listen, this is just true. This is who I am. Real, this is who Maggie is. That's who I am. Stu did just inform me that on the Krispy Kreme website of all their listed donuts, apple fritter is there. Thank you. Thank you Ooh, to everybody. It does not look like all the other donuts, I'll say that. <laughs> it does, it does not. not. One like of a, these does not. It's like, a, it's like the horror movie version of a donut. It's like, <laughs> like what happened? It's like a donut that somebody stepped on and like scraped <laughs> off and just kind of like, remolded. It's like saying, what's your favorite kind of donut? A Kit Kat bar. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Thank you, Krispy Kreme, and to the great people there who understand apple fritter life. Send us some frozen apple fritters. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, and, uh, luckily, they're frozen, frozen so you can't, you can't cut them in half, Sam. Yeah, you have to eat them whole, Sam, whether you like it or not. Oh, no. You have to, you have to get an ice pick to break <laughs> Maggie's frozen apple fritter in half. Come up, and Samter's got, like, you know, icicles hanging off, like, his eyebrows and stuff. All right. Coming up next. Oh, oh, we have to pick our college football upsets. We haven't done that yet. I got five on it. Comes your way next, for real. Uh, bottom of the hour. Time for a CBS Sports update. Here's Rich Ackerman.
just when all things looked dark, here's some hope for me and my bet with Nick in Texas. For my Cal Bears, who are a 17-point underdog against the Oregon Ducks this weekend, Nick bet me that his Oregon Ducks, if Oregon wins, and we're doing this against the spread, but if Oregon wins, then I have to dress up like a duck. And if Cal covers or wins, uh, then he has to dress up like a bear. And someone, Samter, has tweeted in to give me a little hope. Yeah, so Aaron Pinkster tweeted in, Cal is just 8-15 and 15 against the spread as a favorite under Wilcox. However... The Bears have thrived in the underdog role, going 22-9-1 against the spread, 71%, and 16-3 against the spread when they're underdog by seven points or more, this which they are, obviously, this week. 17-point spread this weekend. Yes. <laughs> so 16-3 in spreads like this. There we go. I mean, they lost by seven to Better get that bear costume. Right? I don't think you have to rush his spirit after the show. No, I think you should let this breathe and see where... Uh, I'm going to see where this goes. Yeah, I feel good about this. Though. Maybe I'll <laughs> lay some points here. No, right? I don't want you yeah. anywhere near this. Um, yeah, the, the funny thing is, I think it's easy to dress as a bear. You can find a bear costume anywhere. Yeah, Nick's kind of getting out of the easy side of this. There's not a lot of duck costumes going around. Uh, yeah, I mean, you'll look like kind of like Howard the Duck. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Duck's not impossible. Like, does this mean you have to wear just the hat and a bill, or do you have to have the whole body well, as a duck? let's play the game first, all right? Okay. This is why they play the games. <laughs> Are you going to waddle in? Wet let's feet? play the game. <laughs> so I do the Jalen waddle, waddle. Oh, speaking of the NFL, um, you just remind me of something that has nothing to do with the Dolphins or Jalen Waddle. Another wide receiver from a totally different team, uh, San Francisco 49ers, Debo Samuel out this weekend. Ooh, yeah. a lot of, uh, man, I have a theory. Injuries are a big deal in the NFL, man. <laughs> yeah, is that an against the grain that you're <laughs> that, workshopping? That was based on last night when it was two second strings going against each other. One second string a lot better than the other second string. No kidding. And it was the Ravens second stringers that were better than the Bucks second stringers for sure. Uh, let's do college football. I got five on it. This is where Perloff and I pick an outright upset every single week. We take an underdog. This is not with the spread. This is the straight money line. Underdog to win. Who do you have, Perloff? Okay, so Miami had all these expectations this year, but they've disappointed. Tyler Van Dyke just got hurt. They're going to Virginia, who's not good. Both teams are three and four. But I feel like Miami, with a redshirt freshman named Jake Garcia starting, they're really bad. So I'm picking Virginia, but wow. I am sticking with my, my incomplete grade for Miami because their recruiting class for 2023 <laughs> just got even more amazing. I love this thing. They got a guy named Cormani McLean who is the number two recruit in the country, according to 24-7 Sports. They are loading up, just not for now, Maggie. Yeah, this, I, is a, this is a work in progress. They have no urgency tomorrow. They basically, you know, they, they don't need to win right now because they're going to be sick eventually. <laughs> eventually, Maggie. Eventually, great. How long do we have to wait? I mean, Miami fans have been waiting forever. So last week, we gave grades. We attempted to give mid-season yeah. grades to college football <laughs> coaches who had taken over a new program. We got to Mario Cristobal, and Perloff said, incomplete. Well, and I'm it, like, that's not a grade. Miami didn't get mono like what you got when you missed six weeks. Because but do you, do you factor recruiting into his grade? Because they lost to Duke. It's an F now. <laughs> that's an F now. I don't know. Like, But if you're a Miami Hurricane fan, aren't you excited about what's happening? Who cares if what happens this year? You're bad. <laughs> you are not expecting to be this bad. You have to have your eye on the prize. This, you're talking to a Sixers fan who went through the process and had no problem <laughs> yeah. with that. They have so much talent coming down to South Florida that you have to be excited. Okay, so you're picking Virginia 
to beat this to Miami <laughs> team that doesn't even care what happens. There's no urgency there. Oh, right. They're just celebrating the class of 2023, the best <laughs> recruiting class they've ever had. And they've had some sick recruiting classes. Okay, but what did you give? Jimbo Fisher was not on our list because he's not a new coach at Texas A&M. Yeah. But we've been talking about his great recruiting class. But I don't think anyone's giving him any A-pluses for what's going on this year. Yeah, but he had some talent that's already there. Uh, also, I don't really understand. It doesn't seem like he plays those great recruits. He has this quarterback... Kate Klubnick just sitting there. I don't know what's going on with Jimbo. You're right. Okay. But Miami, I, I'm into the whole Miami vibe. They're they're pretty cool. They're just not winning football games right now. That's been the Miami story for many, many years. They're cool. They come yeah, up with great things cool. like the, the turnover chain. Yeah. yeah. Everyone Love rips the it turnover off. chain. All right. What do you got? Okay. So this one is going to seem a little bit odd and it's not that I don't love what's going on with Illinois. It's cool. This is really cool. What they're doing. The bandwagon's getting pretty full. And I know Nebraska has not exactly been gangbusters this year, but Nebraska's playing really tough for Coach Joseph, interim coach. They're showing a lot of spirit. I know they just lost to Purdue, but they'd won the two games previously. This is home. Spread is seven and a half. I haven't said this in probably 30 years. I'm taking Nebraska (laughs) to beat Illinois, Nebraska at home. I think this is going to be a fun one. Wow. I know. That's a scary proposition. That's really Who interesting. Who bets Nebraska? But this is my $5 bet. I got five on it. Of course, made it DraftKings Sportsbook. Of course. Yeah. So who do you feel more nervous about? The Cal Bears or the Nebraska Cornhuskers you know, right now? I when I, I did not know that Nick was going to call in with that bet <laughs> when uh, we decided on this segment. So now I'm doubly nervous uh, on all of it. But you know what I'm most excited about? Two games that we're not betting on right now, which is Tennessee-Kentucky, and then Notre Dame is at Syracuse. Tennessee-Kentucky, to me, th- this is awesome. Yeah. Like, the the matchup, though, that I am so interested is how is, like, how... W- how exactly is Kentucky going to stop? <laughs> wow, going to stop is... Tennessee? This, Kentucky's this is... no. Kentucky can stop. They're good. No, they have in terms of their passing defense. Yeah. It's actually terrible. They give up tons of yards. It's their pass rush that's very good. They can get to the quarterback, but the secondary is not very good. And I'm worried that doesn't bode well for Kentucky. That's really, I thought that Kentucky was a slow the ball down. Like they haven't been involved in it. The over-under is really low. Like they, they basically, Mark Stoops keeps everything tight and conservative. They're, I thought he was going to keep this under control. I don't know. Maybe the under will come through, but the Tennessee, the pass defense, uh, the Kentucky, excuse me, the pass defense is second from last in the nation. Pass defense. How is that possible? I'm looking at this. I totally believe you. But yeah. the, the most It's the points- aggressive pass rush that's been doing it all. They have 17 sacks already this year. They've been really good up front, but the back end can be exposed. They have not let up more than 24 points in a game this year. Kentucky. This is a first real test for Hedden Hooker. And then it gets really, really yeah. hard. So I don't know. If, if Hedden Hooker can get through this, Kentucky and Georgia, then he deserves all the, all the accolades. The Heisman, number one pick. Yep. I just think that... I think this is a real challenge. I didn't. I don't really totally understand those metrics because where are the points then? But regardless, Georgia is a real test for that. It's a fun yeah, but game. They can't overlook that. That's the problem. Yeah. It's like you have Georgia yeah. looming there if you're Tennessee, but you got to be able to focus because Kentucky's going to be awesome. Yeah. Also, obviously, it's a big pro uh, showcase for Will Levis. Yep, definitely. Uh, Mr. Tools, as they call him. I don't think that's a compliment. Mr. Mr. Tools? Mr. Tools is good. Mr. Tool would be bad. <laughs> no, Mr. Tool would not be good. <laughs> no, you wouldn't want that. No. Uh, uh, well, also, West Virginia and TCU this weekend should be pretty juicy. Only seven and a half point spread. 
there's yeah, who knows? I, I just can't wait for the chaos because we had the first selection committee on Tuesday. I, I really want this year to come down to something controversial. I want someone to be left out. That sounds mean. Oh, come but on. don't you just want to yell at somebody? Yell at the committee? Uh, well, who? what do you well, yeah, predict like, it? What do you think we're going to be yelling about? Uh, I think that there's going to be too many SEC teams and the non-SEC conferences are going to be like, how did you let that SEC team in? It's called common sense. Wait, is it too many like three? Because two I, is not too many as we've seen from years past. My ideal scenario for all of this is that Tennessee beats Kentucky, yeah, and then the loser of the Georgia-Tennessee game ends with one loss. The other team goes on to the SEC final. Alabama runs the table, gets to the conference title game, beats them. Okay. So you have <laughs> who you leave out here, Maggie. Say Tennessee plays Alabama. So Georgia, the defending champion, has one loss. Tennessee has one loss. Alabama has one loss. Those are three pretty good candidates for the final four. I think they would all get in. And then, but yeah, the then only everyone, thing, the rest no, of the no, country is no. going to get all mad. But the only thing is, is uh, if Clemson is yeah. undefeated Great and point. if Ohio State slash Michigan is undefeated, that's where you're going to get in trouble. So you put if in Clemson one, is not undefeated, yeah. then you're fine. That's it. We'll give yeah. Ohio State, Michigan one spot. So it's the undefeated Clemson that would screw it all up. Absolutely. Fun. See, this is the best time of year. <laughs> there you go. Uh, coming up next, we make our NFL picks Maggie and Perloff style. We'll do that next. Don't move more Maggie and Perloff. Straight ahead. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.